Hello everyone, my name is Shanae Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. You are listening to D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y, which stands for Do You Know the New Kinky You? In this installment, we are reading from Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakas and Tom Bliss. This is the 2015 ASEC Book of the Year. ASEC stands for the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. And so we are on January 17th. And again, this is a daily reflection. So the way that the podcast works, at least for this series, is uh, I will read from the book um, based on today's topic, which is autonomy. And I will give you a few seconds to ponder over it. And then I will give you some insights, which will hopefully get you thinking or perhaps, you know, inspire you to, you know, respond to the weekly YouTube uh, summary where you can give me your feedback and I can see, you know, how closely we're aligned or not on the author's uh, words as well as my own. So uh, the authors uh, provide a quote and then it gets into the reading and then we will proceed as previously explained. So. January 17th, Autonomy. The beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly themselves and not to twist them to fit our own image. Otherwise, we love only the reflection of ourselves we find in them. Thomas Merton. One of the greatest gifts people can give their partners and themselves is to love them and at the same time to let them go. Autonomy is not the opposite of attachment, but it's teammate. Without one, we can't have the other, and we need both for us and our partners to flourish. The task of love is to continue to accept those we love for who they are, even as they evolve and change independently. On the other hand, demanding that someone change his or her basic nature to conform to our ideas is an act of emotional terrorism. Such ultimatums and other manipulations don't support autonomy in our partners or in ourselves. Everyone has the right to explore who she, he is, to search for truths about the meaning of life and to shift and change along the way. Do you have the strength and courage to risk living an autonomous life while staying attached to the ones you love? Do you have the patience and character to support your partner's search for autonomy? Sexual growth and development demands the willingness to explore and define who we are and what we do and do not like throughout our lifespan. Stand on your own two feet and tell your partner what you do and don't like sexually. Then listen without judgment as your lover shares the same with you. Be bold and stay curious. So take a couple seconds and kind of think on on that. What does autonomy in a relationship mean to you? 
well, you know, I keep, I know I always say this, you know, but you don't know because I haven't said it yet. Uh, the authors and I, well, you may know, but like this, if you listen to the podcast previously, you will have previously heard me say, uh, that I don't always agree with the authors, but in this particular case, I wholeheartedly agree with the authors. Um, and it, it resonates with me for a couple of different reasons. And, you know, at first glance, I have, I'm currently studying to get my sex education certification as well. Um, as well as future plans down the road for uh, another graduate degree in human sexuality. However, in my current studies, I am reading about uh, the some of the issues that came up in the queer community. And the, the part of my readings that kind of jumped out at me were a bunch of research and reports and articles related to the complications of being bisexual. And how bisexuals are stuck or the the notion is that some bisexuals feel stuck in a place where they don't belong in any group because they are uh, still stuck between this binary uh, gender identification as uh, gay, male gay or lesbian female lesbian and so if you aren't you know holistically in one of those groups then you know you don't belong and so you know they're not seen the same way and anyway so the point is like as I'm going through the the reading and I'm going and I was starting to go into it just because I'm going to do a whole separate uh podcast and or YouTube video on this entire topic but uh, in my readings, I was literally just reading an article about a married couple who, before they got married, the the man in the relationship disclosed to his girlfriend at the time that he was bisexual. And her reaction was like, oh, okay, I thought you were going to tell me something terrible. So she knew going into the relationship prior to getting married that she was in uh, a relationship with a bisexual male. However, they did not share this information. They did not disclose this information. You know, they kind of kept it to themselves and it started to become a deteriorant in their relationship. And as time progressed, you know, they decided to confront their themselves as well as their communities and come out and come out as being a queer couple because, you know, and trying to explain what bisexuality meant. So, the reason why I associate that particular story as well as these particular studies is because that autonomy uh, really resonated with me because, you know, if you, and there are plenty of other examples that I could give, but I want to give this example and then, you know, we can banter back and forth about others. But if you're in a relationship and I'll try to make it as generic as possible. If you're in a relationship and when you meet Prior to those two uh, dots intersecting, you are individuals, right? You're individuals and then you, the universe brings you together and fast forward, you're in a relationship and, you know, you're now a couple. 
And then, you know, there are things that are expected to be done, you know, with respect of the couple. You know, if you have major purchases or uh, big decisions and things like that, you're definitely, you know, in a partnership. So you have to consult or you should consult your partner in those types of decisions, assuming that is the dynamic of your relationship. But that doesn't mean that you still are not individual people. So there are components of your lives that you could be managing separately. So, you know, each person, you know, hopefully, you know, grows from their experiences on a day to day basis. You learn, you know, whatever happened to you yesterday, you carry it on as a learning experience forward and everything builds and builds and builds on top of it. So we should all be growing and developing as people every day. And so that doesn't mean that, you know, as we live our lives, things about us won't change. And so, you know, one of the points of the article is that people are people. So you came together and people's um, sexual interests and practices can change over time, especially if you're a couple, if there's a divergence between what it is that you're into and, you know, maybe something you saw or heard of that you you kind of piqued an interest and you want to try it, but you don't know how to communicate that to your partner. So that goes back to a communication issue. So when you are a person who is autonomous with another person who is autonomous and then, or should be, and then you come together as a couple, when you start to keep things from each other, as opposed to sharing them, then you break down the infrastructure that you built. The only way to keep things up and keep things strong is to communicate, even if the communication is painful. It doesn't mean every conversation is going to be easy or that you won't have some, you know, hurt feelings along the way. But the idea is to not be malicious. The idea is to be honest by also being mindful. You know, I, one of the things that I struggle with is when I'm speaking to somebody and I want to express my truth, then I have to be mindful that I'm not hurting somebody else's feelings, you know, and I, I get a little tired of that because, you know, you should, just like I'm responsible for owning my feelings, you should be responsible for owning your feelings. You know, I will do my best to, you know, be professional or be, um, as highbrow as possible, you know, to the extent that, you know, other conversations are, are not warranted, but, as you are a person that is in the context of a relationship, you can't just kind of go off. You have to kind of manage the situation. So you need to know basically when to be a partner and when to have that separation and that trust and that communication that goes along with it. When thinking about that couple, And they decided to come out and they decided to become a part of a bigger community. It just, when you say fuck everybody else and this is who we are, this is who I am. I think we just all should live happier lives that way and just be considerate of the people that we share our lives with. So again, no ultimatums don't work. Love the person that you're with and as they grow, grow with them. Or accept their growth. And if there is ever a discord, you know, be grownups and talk about it. That's basically what you're supposed to do. So um, 
I am excited to actually write about this whole uh, <laughs> bisexual, uh, biphobia, uh, monosexual uh, phenomena that is, is out there. I'm really excited. But yeah, if what if you have a sexual interest, you know, own it, share it with your partner. Um, I'm sure we'll talk, you know, this, I, I'm trying to wrap it up because I can go and go and go. So I'm wrapping it up because I don't want to go down another rabbit hole. Anyhow, we will talk about a whole bunch of things over the course of a whole bunch of days and weeks. Since again, this is a daily reflection and we're only on January 17th. So my name is Shanae Jones. I am your resident certified sex coach. You can follow me across all social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y. You can also add a .com to that and visit the website. I appreciate you. Uh, please like, subscribe, follow to all of those social media things. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you. I will talk to you tomorrow.